This pod is brought to you by Just Write Reader. Has your school or district moved to teaching the science of reading? Are you revisiting phonics skills with those beginning readers? Then you'll need decodable text. Just Write Reader offers decodable texts that are as unique as the students you serve. Their protected texts focus on singular phonics skills to give emerging readers the chance to practice inauthentic texts. They even have take-home kits for families that help parents assist their child in learning with QR codes. Just visit JustWriteReader.com and tell them the modern principal sent you. Here's a cold hard truth. Teachers who are given some choice in their professional development are three times happier with the experience than those who get no choice at all. That's right, three times happier. This is the reason Peer Driven PD works so hard at creating a growing menu of PD that teachers can choose from. They seek out some of the best teachers in the country, document their tips and techniques that work in real classrooms every day, and provide this content directly to schools. What this means for your staff is that anyone can choose how to use their PD time. Teachers get access to all of the courses and content that Peer Driven PD creates, and they get to choose their own adventure. And we're not exaggerating when we say that teachers really love it. Check out PeerDrivenPD.com today, and be sure to tell them the Modern Principal sent you for 10% off. That's PeerDrivenPD.com. Welcome to the Modern Principal Podcast. We're your hosts, Christy and Karen. In this empowering podcast, we delve into essential aspects of becoming a successful school principal, including effective educational leadership, organizational structures, and most importantly, the empathy and authenticity to transform your school. And because Christy is obsessed with alliteration, we call these principles the scholar, system, and soul approach. So if you're a passionate school principal or aspire to become one, join us on this jaunt where we journey off topic and right back on. Thanks for joining us. How's it going? Oh, so good. How are you? Good. I was trying to think of witty banter. You had some and then you forgot. I did. I was trying to keep a list Hmm. actually on my travels. Oh, Um, yeah. Do you have good travel stories? I don't really have good travel stories like funny or like anything like that. I think what's been really interesting in this role is I've now gotten to travel West Coast, East Coast, Middle, like mountains, plains. Oh my gosh, I feel like a song is coming. (laughs) From the mountains. (laughs) Oh my gosh, side note. You finish your story. No, that's fine. I was just going to say, my daughter's at that really awkward age where she likes to hear her singing voice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where she makes up lyrics to her own songs. Yep. Using fan favorites like From the Mountains. No, I... uh, took her to um, yeah, yeah Christy had a with, date with just my daughter yeah, I hung out with her the other night and so I had she was in the back back of our car and then the other girls were in the middle and she was just singing her own song like in her own little world mm-hmm. in the very back yep. <laughs> I was like go girl go she told me your girls laughed at her and it crushed her soul oh they did I didn't hear that I don't think they did they probably were like good singing and she I, was like you're not silent therefore you don't love my songs no I listened I listened to their whole conversation I don't recall that so yeah, I, my I apologize Oh, she makes up her own. <laughs> we all know that. So, okay, what now? So anyway, I Mountains. traveled, you know, and I've gotten to talk to teachers and principals and superintendents kind of everywhere. And it's so interesting because everywhere is so different. Yes. Yet everyone is dealing with all the exact same things. Imagine that. All the exact same things. Sorry, I'm going to move this. Yeah, that's see, better. You can see my trash can. And the, and the <laughs> table. It was bugging me. So, um, so yeah, it's just been really, it's just been interesting. That I bet. Everyone's kind of doing the same things, experiencing the same things, despite how different all of, all of the schools are. Well, this is not 
um, serious, but you do always have really good stories when you travel by yourself and end up at random dive bars for dinner. Oh gosh. Yes. I went to you always have good I stories. I wrote Karen because I was like, I just, I'm in the middle of Wyoming mm -hmm. and I'm, I was alone. alone and, um, like you try to look up restaurants, but there usually aren't very many, like yeah. in some of the places that I go and I walk in and there were like 20 men and you and me. And I was like, Karen, I don't know if I'm supposed it's to be here. It's the start of a movie. It's the start of a movie. <laughs> I, was I, like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be at this restaurant, but like. Do you think I, it was like man's club? No, I think that it's, there's just like a lot of oil and wind, like work, workers. workers. And so I think it's just a lot of men in the community. And so. That and, like to have a beer after And me. <laughs> I know. Every time I'm there, people are like, so what do you do for work? Like, you're here for work. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, education. They're like, oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Working with the school district. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I get so, good. We get good stories from afar. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, this week, last week we talked about um, the hiring, the basics. hiring basics. And I think this week is actually even more pertinent mm -hmm. because you were probably thinking this the whole last week, the whole last week. Well, that's cool. It'd be great. In theory. To, yeah. But mm -hmm. I have nobody to basically even hire. Like nobody's even coming for interviews or maybe it's like one or two people. So, so. let, let me read the scenario. I'm struggling with reading today, so I'll do my best or okay. Christy can take over. The candidate pool for open positions is small this year in a way like no other. For one opening, I only have two candidates. Any ideas on how to keep hiring expectations high in this teacher shortage climate? Small pool in Spokane. Love it. That's true. I'll do the alliterations, guys. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. So I like the route that we're going this week with this. Like we're really kind of talking about this idea of succession planning. Yeah. Like, and getting innovative in our practice. Yes. Which is a selfish on our part because our dissertation was all about principal succession planning and so from the like, district level. Literally. So we experts. Yes. So all the scholars is from our own brains. Um, and <laughs> we're just so. citing ourselves in. <laughs> as Karen Heil yes. cited. Yes. So the other part of this is often as principals, we know we have to hire when we have openings, right? Yeah. But we forget the other facet of our job. And now as the person who's in charge of HR, like principals are an arm of HR. You oh, have yeah. to recruit. You cannot just wait on your district to get those candidates. If your yeah. pool is small, you got to get out there hustling. That's honestly probably the hardest thing about being a principal is that you are an arm of every department. Literally. <laughs> And departments that aren't even in your yeah you're right that part, departments that don't even exist you're like, also that arm your, yeah you're that arm um yeah you're just a lot of you're an octopus yeah you're just a lot you're are you're all arms and a brain that's it nobody um anyway so go ahead what are some scholarly things in terms of trying to figure out this hiring crisis okay um I'm gonna explain so, what I'm just nervous you're like the expert. I'm not an expert. You're more of an expert than I am. Oh, I barely even got to hire. <laughs> well, okay, let's start with succession planning. So yes. that's the idea that it's typically used with like CEOs or educational leadership or those kind of things. But it's the idea that you're growing your own, basically. And you're predicting openings before they happen. Yep. And you are then being intentional about growing specific skills in people within your organization so that when the time comes to fill that vacancy, they are ready yep. to hit the ground running. I think this is kind of too like a soul where like the soul side comes in too, because I think it's easier to succession plan and to anticipate openings when you have close and honest and vulnerable relationships Agreed. with your staff members. Because Agreed. if you do not, 
they will not be sharing that they're applying to other places. Nope. If they feel that you will be vindictive or treat them, against them. Yeah, treat them differently, then people will not share that information for you. And so I always tried to be like, hey, I want you to be where is best for you as a person and best as an educator. Sometimes that's going to be with me. Sometimes you need a shorter commute or you want to work in a different team, whatever it might be. Right. Um, but just always try to stress, like, I will support you in whatever in whatever you do. Right. And this fits in with that, but it's kind of more systems. It's good to think about, like, how to have something routine every year mm -hmm. to think about, like, okay, I'm starting to think about next year grade level teams or subject yep. content if you're secondary and, like, giving people the opportunity to say, Hey, I'd really love to teach ELA next yep. year. Hey, I'd really like I always to. did like a little half sheet and it literally said like name, whatever. I don't even remember. But then it said um, check one and it was I plan to stay here and would like to stay in the same position next year. Um, I am unsure at this time. I'm looking other places. I plan to retire or I want to stay here, but I would like a different um, like position or grade level or content. Area. Right. And once again, you cannot mm -hmm. do that unless you've created that culture. Yeah, for sure. Because people will be like, I ain't answering that or like yeah. lies. Yeah. Here. So it's not just something you put in their box, right? Um, at, it would be at a staff meeting. Again, we already have a relationship and I would share, Hey, I'm just trying to get a feel for where everybody is. Um, I also tried really hard not to just move people without it being intentional. One, intentional, and two, um, I didn't want to blindside people. I oh. did have one situation during COVID where I did blindside some people, and I apologized profusely. Sometimes you can't help them. Um, but other than that, I really tried not to move people unless they wanted a new experience. I mean, sometimes you can't help it. Section numbers go down mm -hmm. or up, and you just yeah. really can't control some things. With COVID, it was a just a yeah. free-for-all. But... Um, and it's good to like, it's also really good to plant the seeds. Mm -hmm. So my team always used to get annoyed with me about this, but they're like, you already knew what you were going to do. And you got me to decide I wanted to do it. But like, literally that's like, our job. That's leadership. <laughs> like it's my job to convince you that you want to move grades because you need to be there. Right. You need to change. Right. <laughs> or like you're, you're ready to fly little leader. You want to be on the leader on this grade. So that's our job. Yep. Um, but the other thing to think about too is like, oh, I was going to say. I often did that in my summative conversations because yeah. those were early. Yep. I almost always included a question that was like, next year, what are your next year goals? What are you thinking? Aspirations. Mm -hmm. That's just, a good one. Just give us one-on-one -on -one time to talk about it. Right? But you also need to be thinking about your other staff and your paras, your um, employees. I don't know what everyone calls paraprofessionals, mm -hmm. but other employees that are working on becoming teachers that may have their certification, that may have a degree, mm -hmm. um, that may aspire to that. How are you growing them intentionally? Are you inviting them to PD? Are right. you inviting them to PLCs? Because if you're going to need someone that can speak about ABC academics, are you giving them the opportunity to do Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's something to really important to have a pulse on. Um, I always tried really hard, like with my behavior interventionist, like you are a part of the school. Like yep. I paid them extra to come to like our staff meetings right. and our PD days right. and all of that. Um, because you just never like, for one, it's important for those people to be developed and be a part of your 100. team. And two, you just never know what kind of capacity you'll need them in right. or what they'll be inspired to continue to do. And we, uh, I mean, at the Modern Principle, we believe that like our job is to get to know them personally so we can help them professionally, mm -hmm. all of our staff. And so like making sure that people that are, um, maybe making an hourly rate that's lower than a salary rate that want to move into mm -hmm. a salary rate have every opportunity to do it within your building. Absolutely. That's important. That's the big, I mean, why wouldn't you want them to stay with you? Right. <laughs> right. And then even in secondary, like people are starting to recognize the power of students 
Um, and so we've started that in our own district, but as a principal, like getting in touch with our students where they're going and those Mm -hmm. that want to be teachers, making sure they have an open connection to Come, Come back to our district. Like, yeah. no one else knows the culture and what needs to be changed yeah. better than students that graduated I would say, from there. Yeah, I think, too, that that's probably something we don't do well enough Agreed. as districts is systematize that. Like, even if they didn't know in high school, like, and they couldn't be a part of, like, the grow your own, right? Because not everybody decides they want to be a teacher when they're 14. But to be able to, like, you, we're supposed to follow, at least in Missouri, we're supposed to follow our graduates and, like, have some sort of an idea of where right. they go after high school. But being, like, especially intentional about those who got an education degree right. <laughs> and, and figuring, and, you know, hey, principal at the high school, did you know so-and-so? Did you have a staff member who was close with so-and-so? Right. Get them back to our district. Or even offering things like if you graduated from here, we will always give you an interview. Those kind of things mm-hmm. bring candidates to your pool. And even if you're the principal making that promise, that's fine. Like you can promise to interview people. That is, right? I don't know. I mean, maybe your district disagrees, but... <laughs> Um, the other thing, I think it'd be very fair though, to promise graduates that you got an interview. Right. That seems really reasonable. Right. Otherwise, like what the heck are you doing <laughs> as an education institution? Right. If you won't even interview your, your own graduates. <laughs> you literally taught them for four years. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, 13. <laughs> yes. So in the, the frame of the hiring pool is small. I've seen more than ever this year that if you don't, as an administrator, if you don't prioritize hiring, when you get around to finally doing it, even if it's three weeks after the posting went, which in old terms was not late. Like if we'd post something and then we'd schedule interviews for three weeks after, that was normal. But the candidates will be already spoken They'll for. Be <laughs> yeah. Literally, like they're getting snagged up within two to three days of applying right now. So you have to prioritize that and have a system for people to pick up other aspects of your job mm-hmm. because this is an important aspect of your job as well. I think that's really important that to be proactive in terms of, hey, I know we're heading into hiring season. And again, right. it's kind of all year year long, right. right, at this point. However, we know that it's heavier during some times than others. For a certificated staff, it's, it's usually it's January, February, spring. March, yeah. right? And so being really proactive and, hey, I know this is going to pick up. I am going to have to be busy during the day interviewing a lot more or yep. whatever and really figuring out how am I going to get that covered? Do I right. have a teacher leader who can take some things and I can, you know, maybe do a stipend right. or what am I going to do to figure What am I going to do? Exactly. Exactly. And it's really beneficial to start using the digital platforms that are available mm-hmm. for us. Um, yeah, almost all of my recent interviews have been, um, the screener was a video. Yeah. And so they used it like an online platform and yeah. they had like however many questions pop up and you had so long to answer, prepare and answer them. And so they just did their entire screening through video so that you didn't have to schedule with people, which right. was honestly a huge time save for both sides. Yes. Like I would much rather do that than like drive somewhere. And it's been super helpful for me. I'll block off a full hour and only do two screeners during that time, which also gives me time to work mm-hmm. or to call references right after. Right. So, um, and I do them digitally. It's so much faster. You can get people quickly the next day. Like most people can free up 20 minutes Absolutely. in a day. They don't have to drive somewhere. So use, use the tools that are available to you. That's super smart. And a lot of people are skipping the step of references, but those actually matter. I think that has to be some of the most important, yep. like anybody can honestly write anything. Yeah. I don't use written <laughs> letters ever, but like, yeah. And you can write anything on your resume. You right. can say anything in an interview. Right. But it is really important to have references. Right. And the other thing to really be intentional about, um, and this is scholarly, but I don't remember reading it somewhere. So <laughs> I think it was from scholarly from my brain, um, is that you're going to 
at some point you are going to have to support teachers in areas that maybe you didn't have to before. Yeah. Right. Or you may, you may have to get three new teachers when in the past you could be like, I can take, I can support one new teacher and two veterans that I'm hiring. You just need to be really intentional about what you can support and making that the priority. Like I can only support one teacher that struggles with classroom management, but I can support three that struggle with academics, academics. whatever. We should do one of our next pods on how to support new teachers, like setting yes. up, like, cause I think we both did some good, I don't think we've done that pod yet. No, I don't think we have But either. we think we both had some really good, like little institutes of how we supported new teachers in our building. So I think we should talk about that. Let's do that. Okay. So system wise, we talked about this. You're not just a hirer, you're a recruiter. Recruiter. So we talked about knowing when you have openings, being proactive in your approach. Um, it's also really good to have a social media presence for your school because people will want to apply to somewhere that when they, when they Google it, Oh, where's so-and-so elementary. It's not from like a, a mission statement from 1942. Uh huh. No, I think that's huge. Um, and I mean, this is a generation we're hiring that know how to use social media. Yeah. So like your website, done. your social media, like making sure um, that you're telling your story, I think is especially important for building principles um, because you can tell a lot by people's social media. Yes. Um, even if it is clean and like nothing is offensive on it, which hopefully your school social media doesn't have anything offensive. But if you're, for instance, if you're only posting like once a month, that's, that tells them something. Or you're only right? posting announcements. Mm-hmm. Right. Versus, yeah. Versus sharing strengths and celebrations and Picks like. of kids yeah. and engagement. Yeah. So I think that that's really important for recruitment. And then the other thing that some principals struggle with is because they feel like, oh, can I do that? But you need to be your own recruiter based on your own connections. So you need to be sharing. I have an opening for third grade. Mm-hmm. People are choosing who to work for, not necessarily a place. Yep. So there might be a person you graduated college with that's like, oh, my daughter needs a job. Right. Hey, right. sorority sister. Uh-huh. So, like, you have to post this on your own social media. You have to be the recruiter for your yeah, school. Yeah, share the school district's, you know, link for the position. Yes. And, um, yeah, and try they're, to they're your own people. As HR now, I work with all the different principals going through hiring. And there are some that literally have positions filled with people they know who had a friend of a mm-hmm. friend of a friend. And they are just out there working the streets yep. saying, you know, anyone that wants to be a para. Because sometimes, too... Just because somebody else like has a job, let's say the girl you graduated with, her daughter already has a job in a neighboring district and she's quote unquote happy, doesn't mean that if she saw the opportunity to work for you, that she wouldn't resign and come and work for you. Exactly. <laughs> Is, you that the best? <laughs> Is that the best mindset? We don't necessarily want to be stealing each other's teachers, but we but, want people to be happy. Yes. And people, it's. People's, it's the employee's choice to decide when they go. Absolutely. And the other thing is, is like, I talk to principals all the time. Do you know any teachers that aren't overly happy that would, are really good teachers or looking for a change or anyone that mm-hmm. has to drive 40 minutes to get to your district? Like use your principal connection. Right. Right. And um, those kind of things are really beneficial. So, I know. I always think a lot too, like when you, you have people from one district that you know and your current district and like, they're both like living and working in the opposite places and yes. like, Hey, we should just do a swap swap <laughs> The other thing to think about, and this is, uh, this is my new favorite phrase from HR, and I every time I say it, no one laughs at me, but like, it's not really funny, but I think it's like my mantra. I'm gonna get a T-shirt that retention is the new recruitment. So Ooh. thank you for oh. having a decent reaction. Those who say pink is the new black, uh-huh. retention <laughs> is the new recruitment. So like literally. 
If you find yourself having seven openings, let's take a minute and it doesn't mean you've done something wrong. Doesn't but you mean you have to shift. Wrong. You have to turn your face and say, "What can I do to retain?" Yep. Because statistics say, scholarly research supports people leave buildings and districts because of their leader. Mm-hmm. That's the number one reason that they would even stay there for less salary if they loved their leader. Yep. I think it's important to do exit interviews or maybe have somebody do them on your behalf um, in case you couldn't get honest feedback. Yep. But I do think that there's also a piece that you can have a lot of folks leaving. Sometimes you build people up. Oh, and, yeah. And then they get promotions. Oh, to say you have openings doesn't mean, it doesn't mean you've um, done something wrong. But yeah, you need to be. But I think it's still something to reflect on. Yep. Um, because it's just it's a part of our role to reflect and figure out what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, and how to improve. And sometimes what the support we've given four years ago, pre-COVID, needs to look different. It yep. just does. Mm-hmm. And administrative support is often the number one reason that teachers stay or leave. And so we just have to talk about some of those working conditions that our staff have. So that's kind of the sole side. So taking opportunities to kind of evaluate, like that doesn't help you fill openings necessarily, but it does help you perhaps prevent future openings um, in a world where we don't have a ton of staff in the hiring pool. That is important to think about. And last thing I'll say about this with like culture is really thinking intentionally, not just about the staff you already have, but what are you going to do for the new teachers you're hiring to keep them past a year? Yeah. I was hearing a story. so many people leave after one year. Literally. I was talking to a colleague that's in a different district and she said they hired nine new teachers and all nine are leaving. Yeah. All nine are leaving because they either are going to a different district or they are quitting the profession. Your job as the principal is to spend a ton of time with your new teachers yep. in non-judgmental ways. Not mm-hmm. just and you'll have to spend more now because yeah. because prep programs prof- have absolutely not changed since COVID. And we it is what it is. Our profession is unstable. And so as a principal, part of the way that you can combat this, there's no teachers entering our pool is to keep the ones you have. Yep. So that's the last thing we'll say. All right. From the desk of the modern principal from Steve Jobs. Little known guy named Steve Jobs. <laughs> the secret to my success, if I have gone, is I... Oh, I mistyped it. You mistyped it. Okay, try again. The secret to my success is I have gone to great lengths to hire the absolute best people. Boom. Thank you, Steve Jobs. Don't wait for them to come to you. Find them. Find them. All right. Thanks so much for joining us today. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Modern Principal and on our website at www.themodernprincipal.com. Don't forget to check out Just Right Reader and Peer Driven PD. Bye.